in the world of freedom. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Ich bin ein Berliner. This is Radio Goethe Magazine with Arndt Peltner. News and information from the heart of Europe. Hello and welcome to Radio Goethe Magazine. I'm Arndt Peltner. In today's program we are focusing on women in German politics, so stay tuned. But first, the news. Radio Goethe Magazine. The news with Nina Paula. Potsdam. It is complicated and expensive, but it could ultimately be good for the environment. A German pilot program has now begun in Brandenburg, testing the safety and usefulness of pumping CO2 emissions underground. The technology, known as carbon capture and storage, could play a major role in the future of coal-fired energy sources. CCS may give the coal business, regarded as a harmful player in global warming, a much-needed green touch. The project costs about 70 million euros. Aachen. Experts with the United States military are searching for the bodies of missing soldiers. A team is currently at work at the northern Eiffel Mountains region of western Germany, where tens of thousands of Americans died during World War II. The series of battles in the Hürtgen Forest lasted from September 1944 to February 1945. Snipers perched in the trees made every movement a life-threatening gamble. The ground was furrowed with trenches and studded with landmines. Berlin. For the first time in 10 years, less Germans live in poverty, a study shows. The German Institute for Economic Research stated that the percentage of poor Germans fell to 16.5% in 2006, down from 18% in the previous year. That works out to be more than a million people less. The report even added that although the situation in the job market continues to improve, the risk of unemployment still remains. Berlin. The repaired wax Hitler is back at the museum. Two months after its head was wrenched off by a visitor, he can be seen again at Madame Tussauds. The appearance of the new figure has been changed slightly to make him seem even more pathetic. Hitler's hair is more disheveled than before and his tie is loosened around his collar. He's also shown looking down rather than straight ahead and the huge map of Europe has been removed from the wall next to him. The aim of the museum is to show him in his final days. Forchheim. Germany's worst football team is gaining fame with its terrible performances. The amateur football club First FC Germania Forchheim is getting more media coverage than ever before in its 100-year history as it suffers one spectacular defeat after another. Now its chairman hopes that will actually start attracting crowds and a sponsor. In its first seven matches, the club had to concede 166 goals. Nevertheless, the chairman of the Bavarian club is pleased with his boys and says, I'm proud of them. They fight to the last minute.
With the US election campaigns in full swing and with Hillary Clinton in the primaries and now Sarah Palin as the vice presidential candidate on the Republican ticket, we thought we should take a look at the situation for women in German politics. Of course, with Angela Merkel, Germany has a female chancellor, but how is it today for women to become successful in politics and to balance between the official and family life? We met Gabriele Pauli, former member of the CSU, the Christian Social Union, who was district administrator for the rural district of Fürth from 1990 to 2008. She had dramatically mixed up the political landscape in her former party by opposing Bavarians then-minister President Edmund Stoiber. In the meantime, she has left the CSU after more than 30 years and is currently a candidate for the independent voters to the Bavarian parliament, the Landtag. And we met Christine Stahl, who was a member of the Landtag for the Green Party, who was before a member of the City Council in Nuremberg and is speaker for gay and lesbian issues in her party. Mrs. Pauli, when and why did you get involved in politics? When I was at school, I was speaker of my class and soon I realized that there are many different political drifts. So I ran for the job as school representative. I was school representative in a more conservative way. I had to deal a lot with colleagues from the left wing. At that time, one disassembled the school rules. Perhaps that were the after effects of the 60s, 80s, because today policy isn't made at school that much. Denn heute wird an den Schulen nicht mehr so sehr viel Politik gemacht. Mrs. Stahl, what brought you to politics? Wir waren eigentlich schon immer ein politischer Haushalt im übertragenen Sinne. Actually, we have always been a political family because my parents lived through the Nazi time and were traumatized by this. My father was a prisoner of war and returned very late. My mother always struggled to survive with two little children. So it was always clear that one has to interfere in a political way, that something like the Third Reich never happens again. So every Sunday noon, when we were sitting at the table for dinner, we discussed all and everything. Was there a key event for you? It sounds funny, but actually not. The interest of my personal environment was always there. It was a continuous interest. We always had a lot of books on the shelves at home. I don't want to say that I was interested in a special political party. I was interested in all that, what concerned us on site, what concerned me as a young girl. And at that time I already thought, Why do they decide about me? That's not possible. Perhaps it was even because I had very free-spirited parents and the compulsion to freedom. So everything political felt like regulations. And so I faced up to that. Da ist natürlich alles als Reglementierung empfunden worden, was dann von der Politik kam. Und da hat man sich damit auseinandergesetzt. I was watching the Junge Union, the youth organization of the Conservative Party CSU. It wasn't like I joined them spontaneously. For nearly one year I went to their meetings and then decided to join the party. Mrs. Pauli, when you look back, how was the beginning for you? For a long time it was like a big circle of friends. I became regional chairwoman and I built up the chapter enormously. Here in our town we had up to 130 members. We were a great team and the time was very creative. We started our own newspaper, which still exists. And we were very active. Every week something happened and we all together had a lot of fun in doing what we were doing. Es jede Woche irgendwas passiert und es hat uns auch alles zusammen sehr viel Spaß gemacht.
Mrs. Stahl, you were also speaker for the students in school. Was that the event that started things? Ja, Schülersprecherin war ich natürlich auch, aber ich fand mich da nicht so glamourös. Es war eher in einer sehr. Of course, I was spokeswoman at school, but I wasn't that glamorous. It was at a very conservative school and the job was quite annoying. So that could have stopped my enthusiasm for politics. It was later when I was a woman and started to be very interested in women's politics. There I made my first step towards gender mainstreaming politics. And in 1984, die Grünen, the Green Party, introduced a quotation system for women. So I participated more and more here in Nuremberg. But at that time, a membership never became a question for me. I always thought to be that committed is not possible. But to be concerned as a woman, being confronted with obstructions in professional life, to see how my own mother grinded away without having a backup of her existence, and the wish to be paid fair for work, all that finally brought me to women's politics. Der Wunsch für die Arbeit, die man leistet, anständig bezahlt zu werden, das hat mich wirklich dann zur Frauenpolitik gebracht. How did the party and the public react to a woman in politics? At that time, women weren't represented at the CSU. Even today, they are only 17 percent. There hasn't been a big change over the years. So let me say they let me run for the office as district administrator, although I was a woman, because it was hopeless to snatch the office. I was 31 when I applied for the office, and to run as a young woman at that time was very noticeable. Now, a lot of curious people came to the meetings. That still happens even today. One wants to know if a woman can do the job, and that is always my chance. As soon as they are there, I got them. Okay, I don't want to exaggerate, but if you can change curiosity into interest, it is nice. I have the chance to show them my ideas. At the end of such a reunion, I always think that they now have a completely different idea of me than they had at the beginning. Gefühl, dass dann ein ganz anderes Bild von mir am Ende einer Veranstaltung da ist als am Anfang. Bei uns Grünen war das natürlich kein Problem, weil wir hatten die Quote schon sehr früh. Also es war At the Green Party it was no problem, because we had the quota system in place very early. And actually the Green Party emerged from the women's environmental and peace movement. These were the three elements which met here, and all the three have to do with fairness. That's why it was never a problem for the Green Party. It was natural that a woman made politics, or had to make. Mrs. Pauli, did you have to be different in public office, like taking on another role? When I came into the office, I soon realized that a soft behavior is not the right thing. It's important to prevail. I adopted male strategies of working and thinking. For example, when you argue, you argue to the point. Women tend to overload their announcements. That's too complicated for men. Men love it in a more compact way. And they don't like it if an input is too emotional. They love it rational. I don't want to say that I have completely assimilated, but it's a mixture of both, to talk with emotion but structured. Aber trotzdem strukturiert. Also es ist ein Beispiel dafür, wie man sich so etwas angleicht an die Männerwelt. Mrs. Stahl, how was that for you? Also ich musste sicher härter sein wie die Kollegen in der SPD und der CSU. 
Of course, I had to be tougher than the colleagues in the SPD or CSU concerning parliamentary seats. In the competitions in the Landtag, the state parliament, a woman has to be tougher. You have to go your way very continuously and you can't be irritated because that's what the male colleagues try right away. But in my own party, I didn't have to always argue with a man about power. And when I finally was elected, I didn't have to act differently. It was quite the opposite. I had to act like men. And even today, I see this is a big problem because women make really different politics. They are much more focused on content. They are much more interested in a collective interchange. They think of the consequences for the team, while men are much more shrewd on their ego and oriented towards power. I think one can find that in all parties. Viel machtorientierter agieren. Da muss ich auch sagen, ich glaube, das geht quer durch alle Parteien. Did you have to do more than your male colleagues? Ähm, ich habe ein Studium Betriebswirtschaft mit Promotion und ich hätte sicherlich in der freien Wirtschaft. I did my studies in managerial economics with a PhD and in the free economic system I surely would have had an equal position. That shows that women in politics start from a very high level. They don't need to do so, but of course a high level makes it easier to establish yourself. I think that the qualifications women have to accomplish are higher or more ambitious because women have to fight against a lot of prejudices. That's what I felt for the last one and a half year. You're again and again pressed into cliches and that way of thinking is so heavy grounded. If women do politics and appear in the media, a lot is said about their appearance. And it's always a deflection of the contents one wants to transport actually. Da ich nicht in dem Sinne die klassische Familie habe, die ich auch noch zu betreuen gehabt hätte, Because I do not have the classical family and had to care for my parents, which I nursed when they grew older, I didn't feel that in a conflict a lot of women have when they have a family on one side and on the other side want to become someone in politics, when they indeed aspire for a position. So when I see my female colleagues, they really have to work harder. I did not have to do that way. Have things changed over time or is the situation still the same for a woman in politics? Ich habe mich auch verändert und ich denke, das war so ein, ein wechselseitiger Prozess, denn wenn ich so meine Fotos anschaue, wie ich damals angetreten bin, da war ich noch sehr I have changed too. I think it was a converse process. When I look at the pictures of my start in the party, I looked very prissy, very accommodated. Up to now, women showed themselves more and more. It was more and more accepted that women have a voice in the chapter and that they act like they feel. That's what I feel today. In the first years I tried to fulfill the clichés of a female district administrator with a dark blue costume and white blouse with ribbons and sometime I would have been damaged because that wasn't me. And that's even bad for politics. Then there was a big change in my life and I started to live spontaneously from my feelings. I was more relaxed even in politics. I wasn't that accommodated anymore and allowed myself my own way. Von meinem Gefühl heraus habe ich mir dann mehr und mehr meinen eigenen Weg erlaubt. Ja, also so wie ich das im Landtag jetzt erlebe, die letzten zehn Jahre, hat sich was verändert. Es hat sich 
When I think of the Landtag in the last 10 years, something has changed. Meanwhile, one thinks women are capable to go their own way. In the last years, we got the legal gender mainstreaming at full volume. I stress the legal and lawful gender mainstreaming, although it's still like the woman takes care of children at 95%. Men enjoy much more freedom. How do you see things today? Is it normal to be a woman in politics, to be elected, or are there still difficulties? It is still not long enough normal. Also, in the CSU, which I inzwischen verlassen habe, no, it's not normal. In the CSU, the party I left in the meantime, they have a female general secretary. This was a rapid solution just to show that one admits a position on a higher level to a woman. It was a reaction to me, but they never acted from conviction that a woman is a qualified partner in politics. The party I joined now, the Freie Wähler, independent voters, is completely different. Here I do not care if women or men are sitting around me and the others do the same. That is of second importance and I think the others see it the same way. And this is the most beautiful situation and the normality you need. And this is actually the most Zustand and this is the normality die man so braucht. Mir scheint es vollkommen normal, aber ich sehe, dass in to me it is completely normal, but in another big party with 124 members of parliament, only 30 are women. And this seems to me a really low number. And the election lists, it doesn't matter which party, have a man overflow when there is no quota system in place. So I wonder, is it because the women don't want to, or is there less advancement? I think there is even the traditional role model that is so hard to break up. A woman slips into this when she gets a family. Even men have to fear abandon their career if they take care of the children. So there can be no talk of gender justice. Gleichwohl müssen genauso auch Angst haben, einen Karriereknick zu bekommen, wenn sie eigentlich sich viel stärker um die Kinder würden kümmern wollen. Also von Geschlechtergerechtigkeit in beide Richtungen kann nicht die Rede sein. Ja klar, in so einer konservativen Partei wie der CSU ist ein Rollenbild auch noch verfestigt, das davon ausgeht, dass die Frauen eben... Of course, in such a conservative party like the CSU, the role model is very reinforced. Women have to take care for their husbands, that means the man is the active one in the family, he makes the decisions and the woman tries to create the atmosphere. A lot of men are very spoiled and don't want to change that. My former colleagues had a full-time job like me, but at home they had their wives who took care of the familial relaxations. And I sometimes thought, oh, I wish I had such a woman too. Don't get me wrong, I often decided to work like my male colleagues and that all around me is perfectly arranged with a female instinctive feeling. So men are in a much better position. Mrs. Pauli, what would you wish for? How should it be? Ja, einfach ein ganz unkompliziertes Miteinander. Eigentlich kommt es gar nicht aufs Geschlecht an, um gute Politik zu machen, denn an incomplex collaboration. The gender is not important for good politics. Men and women have got the ability to make true decisions. And it's all about making decisions you are fully convinced of. Because politicians often decide things they don't feel or mean. You see it when they switch to the next moment. That's why a lot of people don't go to the elections anymore, because politicians are not true anymore. 
And that's what I would ask for from men and women. Find yourself and then ask yourself if you make your decisions by heart. Often it's quite mechanical and impersonal. When I am convinced of my ideas, I can represent them much better and completely different. That's what a lot of people miss. It's sad that so few women do politics. Perhaps they would find the way to the hearts of people easier than men. Men always have to play a role. They build a cool exterior. Women can say what they feel deep inside, and they should. Männer müssen immer nach außen eine gewisse Rolle spielen, bauen so eine Fassade auf. Frauen auch, aber ich glaube, Frauen könnten noch viel mehr einbringen, was sie im Innersten fühlen, und sie sollten sich das auch trauen zu sagen. Mrs. Stahl, what would you imagine? Einfach, dass jede so sein kann, wie sie will und wie sie ist und dass sie ihren eigenen Weg findet. I wish that every woman could be like she wants to be and likes what she is and that she finds her own way. That's what I wish for both genders. The world is gender mainstreaming, so both can be happy with their lives. If a father wants to be at home with his children, he should have the possibility. And a mother should be able to sit for two or three days a week in the Landtag in Munich without being accused of something. That's what I wish for, that everything is valid for both. Nicht mehr mit diesen Wertmaßstäben an die Geschlechter herangegangen wird, sondern für alle, beide, alles gleich gilt. Finally, Germany has, with Angela Merkel, the first female chancellor. Have things changed for women because of this? Also, es ist nicht so, dass Frau an sich schon immer gut ist. <laughs> genauso wie es gar nicht heißen soll, dass wenn Männer irgendwas machen, dass, ich, dass das nicht genauso ehrlich und akzeptabel ist. It's not like a woman by herself is always good, and of course, men are honest too. When I see our Chancellor Angela Merkel, it seems to me that she has learned to present herself. Even the situations that seem relaxed are planned. Actually, that's a pity. You don't need any advices if you just follow yourself. And that's the originality and authenticity that composes politics. And she's very strategic in thinking. Apart from that, she made some good efforts, especially in foreign policy. But finally, it is always a power game. Sometimes she stays in the background for not being pulverized, although the people expect her to indicate the political direction. It's all very tactical how she moves, and I would wish that there is more direction and not that much sending out the party spokesman, then waiting, then a cautious speak. I think some people miss that. I einfach wünschen, dass da mehr Führung ist und nicht so sehr ein Vorschicken mal des Generalsekretärs, dann wieder ein Abwarten, dann ein vorsichtiges Äußern. Und ich glaube, das vermissen auch noch mehr Bürger. Ich hoffe, dass es etwas verändert hat, weil Frau Merkel macht. I hope so, because Angela Merkel does her work like one expects. On the other hand, there is the question, is it already a sign of quality when a woman has to prove that she can do politics as good as a man? I think it's no sign of quality. So I would wish that no matter who is the chancellor, if it's a man or a woman, he or she has the possibility to create an own style, to introduce an own personality without looking at her, thinking, what does she wear? How is her hairstyle? Is the décolleté too saucy? 
or looking at a man and watching him if he's assertive and a good leading man, all these traded values you still find today. And that's why I say that we are far away from saying politics are with contents and that's the only sign of quality. Einfach nur Politik gemacht, wo es nach Inhalten geht und das als einziges Qualitätsmerkmal. We talked to Gabriele Pauli and Christine Stahl. There was today's Radio Goethe magazine. Please find us online at radiogoethe.org and subscribe to our free podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Arndt Peltner. Ich weiß, es wird einmal ein Wunder geschehen und dann werden tausend Märchen wahr. Ich weiß, so schnell kann keine Liebe vergehen, die so groß ist und so Haben beide denselben Stern und dein Schicksal ist auch meins. Du bist mir fern und doch nicht fern, denn unsere Seelen sind eins. Und da wird einmal ein Wunder Ich weiß, was wir uns wieder
Wenn ich ohne Liebe, Liebe, Liebe leben müsste Wenn ich glauben müsste, dass mich niemand liebt Liebt, liebt, dass es liebt Dass es nie für mich ein Glück mehr gibt Ach, wär das schwer Ich grüß auf jede Häuserwand Ich such den schönsten Mann im Land Ein Zettel an das schwarze Brett Er muss nett sein, auch im Bett Kranze sind Ich sprühe 